cousins, it's Tay, the introverted one. Hey, cousins, this case, the gay cousin. Hey, this is Ken, the multi-purpose cousin, just the cousin. <laughs> and this that. is Hey Cousin Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about relationships and all that goes on in them, what you should do if you break up, finances, all that good stuff. Um, Today, we're just going to start off with Casey. He's going to get us into the conversation since he's the oldest and the one that has the most wisdom. So, go Kate. <laughs> well, not to toot my own horn, but, you know. Well, I mean, as far as relationships goes, um, relationships. So, let's start off with relationships and finances. So, like, relationships and finances... Um, a friend of mine kind of brought this up as a topic, um, because he was curious to know, like, what are some people's outlook on relationships and money? Because I know with divorce, with divorces, um, finances is the leading cause of divorce. So I think you all should get kind of, I think before embarking into a long-term relationship, like a marriage. Um, well, not a long-term relationship, but more of that permanent commitment, you should kind of be talking with your partner about finances. And make sure this is somebody that you want to have a partnership with and not somebody that you see as like a um, as a spouse or as um, just somebody you're dating you wanted to see it as somebody that you're a partner it's a you guys are a team so exactly right so i say get all that stuff out of the way in the beginning like i told my boyfriend straight up well before we got together like for real for real i had told him like you know i got bad spending habits like i i I pay my bills but the thing about it is it's like once i pay my bills if i got anything extra i'm spending it so with that conversation he already knows like you know i'm not that great with money but i'm 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 starting to get better with it um so we really don't have like a whole thing about well you ain't never got no money for this you ain't never got no money for that like we make sure that our bills are paid first and whatever extra we put up or we put on something or it's stuff like that. So in the future, when we do decide to get a house, get married and stuff like that, like all that stuff is already in line. Now, what I will say in the future, if some shit pops off with some money, I'm going to check his ass in the beginning. But we're both going to make sure like, you know, everything is going to be copacetic on our end, especially with the money part. Um, Ken, what are your thoughts about relationships and finances? Because, you know, you and your dude living together. Um, I don't I don't know. I just feel as though it's the purpose as to why you have a joint account together. We don't really have any joint accounts together. Mm-hmm. Um, except of our res- any residual incomes or any streams of income we may have together. Now, that will go, that does go into one account, but that's because we're making that money together. 
mm-hmm. now however, um our own separate income from our jobs like of course that stays separate and mm-hmm. anything that needs to be handled i mean we handle it we know like who pays what or what goes to what or if we're going on vacation how you know like how who's gonna pay what or whatever the mm-hmm. case um but as far as like just dumping all of our money into one account like it it's not that deep for me so i don't like i don't really see the purpose of it it's just to me you have to have a purpose as to why you're um you're getting joint accounts in order to have a joint account especially when you're just in a relationship you're not married but even with like even being married you should still have separate accounts i just see it all the time where like you you have joint whatever and the person is just like the other party is calling to like remove you from the account or block the account or however the case may be. So any like relationships, marriage, anything, it can get sticky. So that's that's my take on it. Well, I thought they couldn't do that. Like take the other person off the account or block the account unless both people agree. Well, you can't take, okay. So you can take the person off. You can block the person. Yes. So the home equity line of credit or checking account. Yes. You can block, someone from um getting withdrawing funds now however what's going to wind up happening is if it's backward and forward there is a contract when there is a part of your contract that you sign when you're signing a checking account or you're signing for a home or you're signing for a line of credit that does state that the banking institution is not going to get in between civil matters so we do if if the system does pick up back and forward both of you are going to get blocked regardless but i mean it's you still can in the beginning block each other maybe once or twice you know, it can go back on the forward at least probably three times before the system even picks it up. Oh, that's petty. Yeah, basically, which is why you have to sign a disclosure stating that uh, the bank won't, you know, indulge in things of that nature. So if we do see it happen or it does pick up, then, yeah, you both of y'all are going to get blocked until you both sign an agreement stating that you can come to some kind of agreement on it or you have a court document stating that one of you have it over the other, however the case may be. So I feel like in both. Relationships and marriage, it can't be sticky. Mm, I just think, like, if you're married, well, I just think if with a joint account, I don't see a problem having it if you're married. But like back to what you were saying, I do have to, I, I have to see a purpose in regards to that. Like, is it for? Are we putting money in it because this is an account where we put both paying the mortgage at? We both paying like the taxes in. Are we both paying like home homeowners insurance? Are we both paying like the bills and stuff like that for the house in this particular account? Like I can see that kind of purpose for that, but like as far as like, oh, we just having a joint account because we married? Nah. I mean, I um, I was gonna say I think that joint accounts should only be for married couples, especially if you have kids. Or like you have like a business together, but there's also problems with that because what if your partner has a spending problem and they just spend all their money out of their bank account, so now they dip into the joint account and drain that. You see, so I think that it will have to. Hmm. Like Casey said, I think you you should have that conversation with your partner and figure out if they have any type of financial problems. Or problems with, you know, spending money. Because even though you're married to that person, they could also mess you over with that. You see what I'm saying? So I think that you will have to have that type of conversation beforehand. Right. Mm-hmm. But I see me personally, I got six bank accounts on my own. 
six? Yes, bitch, six. Oh, okay. Because I don't like having my money only in one place. Okay. So that's the main reason why. Like, I got one main account where I have, like, most of my paycheck going into. So, like, that's for, like, bills and stuff like that. But I have other accounts where it's like, okay, I got a little bit going here. I got a little bit going there. I got some going here, there, 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 and there. And a couple of those I don't touch. So when I do get into, like, a bind where damn, I had to pay a little extra on this or I needed this for the car or this, that, and the third. Then I have a little, and I have an account right here that's going to last me until I get paid again. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I have my money spread out like that. Like, my boyfriend looks at me like I'm crazy because he's like, nigga, you paranoid. But I'm like, nigga, anything what did the pop? Right. I was like, look, any, one, anything can happen because I had a homegirl who had one bank account. Her bank locked her out her own account. Because of something with, um, I guess she was trying to get gas and she put in the wrong pin number by accident. So they locked her out and she couldn't get no money and she was at a credit union. So she had to wait some Monday and it was Saturday before she could get any money. Mm-hmm. But I be thinking my ass, I be thinking like the fucking pirates, you know, how pirates bury treasure all over the place. Uh-huh. Bitch, that's what you gotta do. You have you gotta have money all over the goddamn place. I don't know. I have three. I don't know about six. No, nah, I got six. I got I have two credit union accounts. I have two accounts where I have two checking accounts where I gain their interest bearing account. And do I have six or do I have five? Okay, I got five. Never mind. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. I got five. Is it bad that I only have one account? Um, <laughs> it's not bad, but um, one thing that resonated with me was I was watching YouTube one day and I was watching um, Candy on YouTube mm-hmm. and her her daughter had kind of like a question and answer thing and then somebody was asking Candy like you know how is she so good with money because even after the whole escape thing Candy was still banking like she was saving money and spending money and making more money and stuff like that Candy said have more than one checking account she said one account where you pay your bills with and then the second account where you just use as like spending money. Okay. So you know you keep that money separate because anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's like uh, once you have, so like for you once you really start working I would open up a second account and like maybe every paycheck like I would do direct deposit and then like maybe every paycheck I would probably have maybe 50, 60, depending on how much money you're getting paid, a certain amount of money going to the second account and then the rest of it going to your main account. Okay. Because if you think about it, you know, even if you have $30 going in there every two weeks, $30 every two weeks, at the end of the month, you got 60 bucks. So, like, even if you don't touch it for a couple of months, you have a couple hundred dollars in there. Well, not a couple hundred. You have like, well, yeah, a couple hundred, like a hundred and twenty or so in there. 
that could kind of, you know, um, if you need it, you got it. And if you don't need it, don't touch it. And I think that's a good way to start saving, too, because, you know, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that's my take on the finances part of a relationship. And on financing, period, shit. Okay, so what are your thoughts on prenups? Prenups. Um, my thought on prenups are 0% of nothing is, is still zero. I mean, 100% of zero is still zero. So, I mean, like, if you ain't got no money, ain't no point of you doing no prenups. Like, if you don't have, like, no assets or anything like that. But, I mean, like, if you're coming into a relationship and you got, like, a nice little nest egg, you got investments, even if you don't have investments, you got properties. If you have anything of value going into a marriage, get a prenup. Okay. Because it was just outlined. My whole, my whole thing is it let it just outline what you came in with the marriage is like what you came in with the marriage is what you leave with from the marriage. Mm -hmm. So like anything that you and your partner generates in between that, or if you can prove like, you know, this is my business. This is solely my business. This is the money that I made from my business. Once we got married, then I say, that's all you do. You, but like, you know, if your partner invested, say, a few thousand into your business and you haven't paid them back, then, they, then they're right for owner. So, you know, with, with the legalities of it, it kind of gets sticky. But, you know, I say get I say get a good attorney, but get a prenup. What you think, Kim? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Because everything is situational. So, I mean, you can't, I'm not going to just say, okay, sign a prenup. And I'm not going to say, okay, not sign a prenup. Because, like, with us, for example, well, I'm not even going to start off with us. I'm going to say in general. Mm -hmm. it, it just, I feel as though, like, it just depends. Um, I guess I can use us as an example. So, for instance, when we met each other, we were both broke. We were mm -hmm. in college. Right. And community college at that, not university. We are in college at the community level. Um, I, I was working two jobs. I was working in the caf in the school cafeteria, um, as well as he was working only in the school cafeteria. And I had another job outside of the school, which was at a grocery store. Now to me, to me, when you meet like that, and now you're at a place where you, okay, you have like you built together. I, I don't care when you marry, I'm not signing no prenup. Cause I feel as I feel as though, like, obviously I'm not here with, with you for the money because you didn't have anything when I met you mm -hmm. now. So I would, I, I would personally in this relationship, I can't speak for any other relationship because I'm not in it yet or mm -hmm. there and hopefully I'm not there. But I, I personally, as of right now, if I was, if we were to get married, I would not sign a prenup. And I, I don't care if you, I don't care if people say, okay, well you make less than him. I don't care because I feel as though you can obviously see that I'm not here for the money. And I feel like that's, I feel like that will be a reason as to why. And I understand protecting your assets and I get that. But my thing is, like, if you if you're with a person long enough to see, you know, like exactly what their motive is and if it's genuine love, I don't because to me, if you if you're together 20 years, right, and I don't sign this prenup, 
Mm-hmm. After 20 years, even if I came in this relationship with nothing, emotionally, physically, financially, I, I've invested into this relationship just as well. Even though I didn't come in here with the houses or the property or whatever you may have had. If I've invested 20 years of this, and after this 20 years, I didn't sign a prenup, so I can't get not, like nothing. After the lifestyle we done lived together, after the physical, mental, everything that you done put into this relationship, I, I personally, I don't know if I would sign. It just, I feel like it depends on what it is. But see, that goes back to the point where I was saying, like, okay, so for example, say before y'all got married, right? Your mama left you and, like, your grandmother or whoever, let's just say um, somebody in your family left you the family house, right? So the right. family house is in your name, but you're not living in the house. You're renting the house right now. That's your that's your house. That's your asset. The month the money that comes from that house after you pay taxes and everything on it is yours to keep. So y'all not married yet, but y'all in a relationship. He ain't got nothing to do with that house. That house is all you, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all decide to get married. Don't do no prenup. Y'all get a divorce. The judge says you got to sell that house to pay him some money. Is that fair to you? No. No, but at the same time, there, there is, like you said, there's legal matters that you can get involved. If he's not on a deed, I cannot, I cannot put him on a deed. Like I have that right. Right, but I'm just, I'm just using this as an example. But if he's not, I don't know, because if he's not on the deed, though, that's not his house. So right, he's not on the deed, but now you have to pay him spousal support, and the only way to pay him spousal support is to sell that house. I don't, I don't know, because I don't, I, I, I really, I can't, I can't speak for the now. I can't speak for the now. I just know, like, like I said, like our, like this relationship as of right now, I personally, I wouldn't sign the prenup because, like, it's not. I feel, I don't know. Mm. Child, if you got anything worth some money, sign a prenup, audience. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Both, both parties need to sign a prenup and make it fair. Right. Kate said in the beginning, if you came in here with something, I came in here with something. At the end, you get what you had. I'm get what I had, and we're gonna move on. Right. Because and I, then if we, and then if we built something together in the middle of right. it, we split it down the middle. And keep it moving. It shouldn't be yeah. all this foolishness. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not because my thing is like I'm not gonna give you what I worked hard for, and right. you weren't there. <laughs> you wasn't shooting in the gym with me, trying to get that shit. Okay, so speaking of spousal support, and we can add on child support. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when it comes to gender, do you think that the women should pay the men, even if they make more? How do you think that should work? Um, Kendra, what you think? I mean, that would go with y'all little point of getting a prenup, I guess. If that's the case, they wouldn't be getting anything. But my thing is, my, my take on that, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Because if I'm making more and I'm paying him spousal support, I don't know. Because I feel like these men don't change that much. So that's why I'm like, I don't, that's why I'm indifferent about the prenup. I just feel like in a relationship, if you get some, if you actually get to know a person, I'm not talking about these new age marriages where we getting married and then we we see we it's not what it's supposed to be now we're getting divorced i'm not talking about like that 
I'm talking about actual genuine love type. We got to know each other, built something in marriages. Like, I just feel as though you know that, like, if you actually get to know this person, this person did not change that much. And I don't care how many friendships or friends y'all done met and y'all be like, oh, girl, he changed. That man did not change that much. You probably just didn't see it at first because you didn't want to. But I just feel as though, like, you know, like, I feel as though you know what type of person you're dealing with. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, because I don't see somebody changes that much to say, okay, well, now he's going to take all my money. If he wasn't that type of person to begin, I'm sure he's not going to be that much of a blatant change in the end. So I can't, I can't. Yeah. So, so with spousal support, a.k.a. alimony, child support, um... Again, I think child support should go to the person that's primarily taking care of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, be it, may it be male or female, whoever is better fit to take care of the children um, should get child support if it goes that route. Because sometimes you don't even have to do child support. Sometimes people can co-parent so good that child support ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? But again, that goes into everybody's maturity level and the conversations y'all had prior to that. Spousal support. Um, I honestly feel like spousal support is for lazy bitches. Like, and that goes to like men and women. Like, if you expect somebody to pay for, to pay for you to live a certain type of way because that's how y'all was living when y'all was married, then No. Like what? What? Like, what did you do before they was married? Before y'all was married, you know what I'm saying? But again, that all falls into you having a prenup. But you know, some people don't want to do it, and other people do. I just think if you're, I think after you've reached a certain kind of, um, once you reach a certain tax tax bracket, you need to start looking at stuff like that. Okay, it's so like, okay, let's say I go to God, right? And mm-hmm. he has money. Okay. And let's say... So, wait, 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 wait. What's your definition of having money, though? Because everybody's definition oh, is different. Oh, um, six figures or higher, whatever. Okay, that's and, what he um, makes or that's what he already got? What he got. Okay. And currently making. Okay, okay. let's say he's been there for like three years. He proposes. I accept whatever. We get married. Okay, cool prenup let's say the prenup state taylor you know get to keep what she had um but if the guy cheats or whatever taylor mm-hmm. gets 75 percent or okay. whatever he has do you think that's fair because in my mind i think that's fair and if i cheat i have to give him something i think that's fair mm, i don't think nobody gonna sign it this is I'm, hypothetical, you know, but I mean, I think it's fair. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about 75%, but I mean... Uh, okay, uh, like 50% or 25%, okay. something, now, you know. Yeah, that that I see, because because then you broke... So that, that entails you breaking the contract that we had in our marriage, for better or for worse, with that's who I part. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, I don't know if, it, if they say anything about infidelities in the Bible or me in the covenant of marriage or not. I haven't looked that deep into it. But I mean, like, you know, if that's in y'all contract that you're not going to cheat on me and I'm not going to cheat on you. But if you do cheat on me, 
bitch, you need to give me some money for that. Then I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's something that y'all both agreed upon. Because you're not going. Because because you can't sign. Because if you're not going to sign a free, if you if you don't sign a prenup, you don't agree to it. That's why I say everybody need to have their own lawyer. <laughs> See, and that and that's that goes that goes back to my whole thing of like marriages. I and I understand that back then people just stayed. No matter what happened, you stayed in the marriage, and it wasn't healthy marriages sometimes. Because we just, I mean, because women just decided to stay. I get it, but I, I that's it goes back to because if you're gonna get into all these things, have to get a lawyer, have to do this, have to do that, sign a prenup, leave with what you got, take with what you have, all if you gotta do all of it. I just say don't get married and just live a happy, a happy, healthy relationship without all these contracts and I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't know. But see, and that's the thing, though. But with marriages, and then I say again, that's if, that's if you reach a certain tax bracket. I ain't talking about me getting married and then having my and then having my boyfriend sign no prenup because nigga, I ain't got nothing. Bitch, I barely got two nickels wrapped together. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like what the fuck? He gonna sue me for that nickel? That one nickel? <laughs> the dog? Like that? Like that's that's the kind of stuff that that that's not gonna work. I'm talking about prenups of people that are like on millionaire billionaire status mm-hmm. and then even if and, and even like how you say you know what's the point of doing all of it at the end of the day a marriage has always been and always will be a business transaction i don't care how you look at it i don't care how you slice it i don't care how you diagnose it a marriage is a business transaction because when you marry somebody you're looking for them to you're it, it's an, an even swap even swindle I'm marrying you because X, Y, and Z. You marrying me for X, Y, and Z. Back in the day, younger women married older men. Why? Because older men had all the money and they wanted a younger girl to bear their children. Even swap, even swindle. Back in those days when people stayed together for the marriage because the, the husband had a girlfriend on the other side of town, and he had a little daughter or a son or whatever, and that's y'all sister, brother, cousin. The only reason why the women stayed with the man is because the man was taking care of the household. He paying the house note. He paying all the bills. He bringing the bacon home so I could cook it and put it on the table. That's the only reason why they stayed. And if you really want to keep it funky, they really want, the main reason why they really stay is because they ain't now one of them had money for a damn divorce. And that's why so many people be getting divorces and nobody leaves with anything. Because everybody that spent all their goddamn money on a divorce. So I just think like when you're when the time is right to get married, don't marry the first person that come along. But I mean, like, you know, be in a good place with yourself before trying to be in love with somebody else. Because mm-hmm. then that plays a major part to it as well. Some people feel like they need to get married for validation. And that's not the case. Like, people are doing it because their friends are doing it. Like, I know this girl. Me and her are real cool. I think one year she went to, like, five or six weddings. Mm-hmm. 
And the only reason why she went to so many weddings is because the guys were under pressure by their family to marry these girls that they were college sweethearts with. And, like, I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people, some people are meant to be, and then some people meet who their true soulmate is later on in life. But at the same token, if you're not married to get, if you're not ready to get married, don't get married. Don't let other people tell you to get married. If you see all your friends getting married and you're not married, don't rush to get married because they're doing it. That goes back to the old saying goes, like your mom used to tell you. If your friend, if you saw your friends jumping off a bridge, you gonna jump off that bridge too? Yeah. Are you gonna do it? It depends on what bridge. Oh my god. The, the Golden Gate Bridge, bitch. <laughs> Let me stop playing. The Brooklyn Bridge. You gonna jump off that hole? Mm-mm. Right. So, you know, that's and then that's another thing. I feel like with certain situations, you know, people need to be comfortable and happy with themselves first. Mm-hmm. Before getting into a relationship with somebody else. And, and I think I'd be good in my, and I think I'm good in my relationship because I was happy before him. Shit well, before like self love is the best love. Right. Shit before I met him, I was ready to um I had already made up in my mind. I was like, well, you know, I'ma travel the world, I'ma do this, I'ma do that. And then I say, you know, by the time I'm like maybe forty five, fifty, I might meet a nice man that's retired, probably in his sixties or seventies. And then we'll get together and then when I'm ready to retire, we'll just live overseas and live in a, a, a retired life. Cause I don't be having time for no bullshit. <laughs> I don't even argue no more. I just be like, okay, and I just walk off. Mm-hmm. Like I may get upset about some stuff, but then when I really like sit down and think about it, I be like, bitch, it's not that big of a deal. Now if I catch you cheating, that's something totally different. I'm finna fuck all your shit up. No, why don't you sell it? Huh? Nah, I ain't finna sell it. I'm finna fuck all these shit up. I'm finna that's fuck stupid. every last... I'm selling it. Nah, I'm finna fuck every last thing in the house up that's yours. And you know why I'm finna do that? Because you're gonna be sitting in an apartment full of shit that you can't use. Mm-hmm. I don't know all that. Both of y'all name on the, on the lease? Huh? Both of y'all name on the lease? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, do what you do. Right. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I think communication, too. I mean, as well as self-love, you do have to love yourself. Communic- I feel like communication is a big factor. Oh, hell yeah, definitely. Um, as well as understanding, because when you are when you join in relationships, you have to understand that you come into this relationship, y'all may have different views. Uh, you were raised differently, like certain things that you, you know, that you feel they don't feel. It's just, I mean, I feel like it's all kind of things, but that will come with first having understanding as well as good communication um, as well. And also, I think a lot of people get in relationships with trash people because they want to feel love and they know that the person, you know, isn't worth anything. 
but they just need that validation, like y'all said. So they'll stay mm-hmm. with the person, accept any type of behavior. And you see the people around them telling them, no, you deserve more. You deserve more. And they know that. But the person that they're with is giving them something, you know? So, I don't right. know, because uh, a lot of people are just stupid. And they don't have no type of confidence. No type of self-love. Um, I think a lot of that stems from their childhood. Yeah. And then, you know, they need therapy. And then that's another thing. Therapy. It's okay to talk it out. It's okay mm-hmm. to seek help for yourself. And also, if you're in a relationship, go seek help. It's okay. Right. But a lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to face the truth. So... I mean, it takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot. It, honestly, in all honesty, it takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage to face that truth. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I can understand how it could be hard for some people. But I mean, if growth is more important than anything else to you, then I say grin and bear it for those for how long you have to. But then sometimes it's just I. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent because I just feel like you sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. If that's the way you grew up and that's the relationship that you saw that, I mean, and that's, and that's what you thought a relationship should entail. Your mama always cursing your daddy out, your daddy coming home late, stumbling in the house drunk, or, you know, that's, that may be what you saw growing up. Like, so in your head, this is how my daddy was. And I love my, you know, and I love my father. So this is, you know, this is type of person you look for. And sometimes it's in, it's unintentional. So I just feel like sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Like, I mean, I was obviously if somebody's telling you you're toxic, toxic, or you're doing something that's not the right way. I mean, it would be common sense to be like, okay, let me evaluate myself. But everybody's not, I mean, everybody is not there yet. So everybody's not going to take a step back and be like, okay, well, this is not the way, like, let me try to do better. Because but like, sometimes like, but oh. like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's that's all I was saying. I was just saying sometimes you just I feel like you just don't know what you don't know. Like if that's how you grew up, that's what you saw. Like this is unlearned behaviors. You just this is what you used to. You know, I don't know. But I feel like at a certain point, you know the difference between right or wrong. If you if you notice that the same guy that you're going after is not lasting no more than a year, a year and a half. Then you need to be like, okay, so what? So what? So you really need to step back and be like, okay, what's the issue here? You understand what I'm saying? Right, but then you have to be strong enough. We're assuming that everybody is strong enough to um to do that or capable of even doing that. They not. Right. But also at the same time, like if you if you know if you if you notice a pattern. Of, un- of shit being unsuccessful then you and if you really want to make a change like I'm talking I'm talking about people that's trying to make a change I ain't talking about people that's not trying to make a change I'm talking about people that notices a pattern and notices that it's not working and they're like okay what can I do to change this then those are the people who I'm talking about those are people that really need to sit down and have a like a, a real come to Jesus moment about okay so what's going on here is it me or is it the men that I'm picking? Because at the end of the day, the men that you're picking, it's, it's still going to be you. Because you're looking at the same kind of person. Like, boom. Me, for example. Okay. When I first came out as gay, 
my whole thing was the whole thing at the time was especially when I was younger was was dating dudes that still like fuck with girls or like fucking with dudes that don't seem like the typical gay nigga like trade ass niggas right mm-hmm. so in Miami everybody was fucking with a trade nigga and then like that fucking with trade was kind of like your badge of honor was like your badge of glory was kind of like damn like I got this nigga that don't fuck with niggas but he fucking with me and that will be the type of niggas that I will go for the hyper masculine ass dudes the niggas with baby mamas and this that and the third gold teeth in their mouth or dreads you know shit like that those were the kind of dudes that I went after after a while I had to be like okay this was cute but is this the kind of relationship that I still want to continue having with these guys? Because it's not re- it's not a relationship anymore. It's a situation. It's, it's somebody who I'm fucking with when they need to be bothered, when they feel like being bothered with me. It wasn't a real relationship. If his girl not answering the phone, he calling me. If his homeboys don't want to hang out and go holler at hoes, he calling me. So I was like, okay, boom. What do I need to do to kind of figure out what kind of relationship I want for myself in the future? I had to let them niggas go. I had to stop them niggas cold turkey and sit back and be like, okay, maybe an openly gay person isn't bad. There there are some things that I'm willing to put up with and there's some things I'm not going to put up with. So I'm not going to deal with I don't I don't mind flamboyant men, but at the same token, I mind men that get there that put on a full face of makeup to go outside. I mind niggas that want to that and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you want to put on a full beat to go out to the grocery store. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to wear um male clothes with a high heel shoe. There's nothing wrong with you dressing how you want to, presenting yourself how you want to in a manner that makes you happy. I get that. There is no problem doing that. Being binary, non-binary, whatever you want to call it. I'm not attracted to it. So I'm not going to do it. But again, back to my point, there's a certain level of Something has to go off in your head that be like, nigga, you need to change. And you need to change ASAP. Well, that's called growth. Right. And if you're not growing, you remain in the same. <laughs> and then, like, you know, some people, some people don't want to grow. Because some people are so comfortable in that stage, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to see what's out there. I don't even think it's that sometimes. I think a lot of times people are just afraid of change. Mm-hmm. And like they're, and I feel like some people are afraid to change and some people are afraid of success. I feel like some people are afraid to, for good things to happen to them. And that's why they're stuck in a bubble. 
Mm-hmm. I eat some family members that we have. Ooh. Well. <laughs> I mean, you're not lying. I'm just saying. But... Right. There's just that level of comfortability mm-hmm. that people have, and they need to. I don't, I don't. I'm not saying you need. They need to get out of it, but I'm saying if they, if they want to grow, then they have. Okay, so since you two are in relationships, I want to ask you something. Okay. The person that y'all are with right now, do you think that they are the one? Be honest. Can you go first? I was, that's a hard question. Because hmm. I mean, would you? I mean, I'm not. Because I'm no. I don't. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying, like when you when you say the one, like I don't. Oh, well, I don't know because okay, every like not the one, but like a soulmate, or like just that special person, you know. Because I think you say the one because you could find somebody next week. I'm trying to be funny, but being serious, and they could be the one. True. Like, you know, like. I don't know, like, is is this person different from the other ones? And, like, can you really see yourself with this person for for the rest of your life? Just be honest. Um, I don't, with this particular person, I guess. I mean, I would say, I would say yes. I mean, we, obviously, we have things we need to work on, just like any other relationship, but, um... I, I feel as though I, I don't know because when when like being in a relationship I I would say that I feel as though like you should be with someone that can elevate you and not just just to say that you're using them like elevate you financially but like emotionally um physically like just I feel as though they should be there to elevate you because if you're both of you are not doing anything like to me like what's the purpose it's just like with friendships if you like if you're in a friendship and not, and all of you are just people that go to clubs. And that work at McDonald's or Walmart. Not saying anything is wrong with McDonald's or Walmart. Just saying, if all of you like, how are you? Okay, so how do you plan to get out of that? Like, if all of like, how you know, what is your network type thing? And I feel like that's how you, that's how it should be in relationships as well. Not to say that financially they have to be somewhere where they can get you, but I'm just saying, like, even education wise, like I've learned a lot from him, like as far as credit, it's like financially, as far as investing, like, like I've learned a lot. So I just. I don't know. I can't really say. I I don't know about being. I, I don't know how to describe. I don't know if I'm even answering that question right. But I will say, yeah, I do see myself with this person. Do we have things we need to work on? Yes, we do have things we need to work on. But I I don't know. That's a hard question for me. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, I say for me for now, yeah, he's 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 the guy for me. Um, and I say this to say only because, um, he's totally different than any other guy that I've met before. Um, he's, he's caring, he's compassionate, um, and he's by far probably one of the sweetest people that I've ever met in my whole entire life. And I consider him my partner because we work as a team. Mm-hmm. So like if there's something that he needs from me, he asks me, I go ahead and I can do it. If it's something from him I need, I ask him, he'll go ahead and he'll do it. Not necessarily saying like, you know, we're gonna read each other's minds and do stuff, but I mean, you know, if 
if either one of us sees that something needs to be done, we're both going to do it. Um, what attracted me to him initially when we first met was he was on the same page I was on. He was talking about home ownership. He was talking about starting businesses. He was talking about, you know, creating wealth and just living a comfortable lifestyle for himself and hopefully his his kids if he was to ever have any in the future. And on that wavelength, we were on the same the same wavelength. Um so right now I do see myself with him for the long haul. Can that change? It can. Will it change? I have no clue. But I'm not saying it's gonna change today or tomorrow. If he proposes to me tomorrow, I probably might be like, mm, we need to hold off on that. But that's just me. But I do, but I do say that he does make me want to be like a, a better communicator, a better um be more of affectionate because he loves the cuddle and I'm not a cuddler, but I'll do it because it's him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like when I do have stuff to say to him I really like kind of like okay pause let me go over this a few times in my head let me call my best friend who knows how I can get sometimes and be like all right let me run this by you and should I present it like this because I don't want to come off the wrong way because that's not somebody who I want to upset or hurt or make angry So that's me in my current relationship. I agree. Wait, not saying that I agree with how your relationship is. I'm just saying I agree with all the points. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. Was it? Yeah, because y'all both said great things about, you know, y'all's relationships, but y'all also kept it real. Mm-hmm. Okay, Should I write cool. it down and put it in a Hallmark card? All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just shut me down. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't really say too much because I've never been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of giving, I don't know, advice from a <laughs> single person, you know, perspective. But, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That may change. In a year or two, I don't know, but right, I don't know. Just based off what I see, I'm not really ready for a relationship. Um, I'm not. Um, it's too much. I just say, first and foremost, um, by you being so young, mm-hmm. definitely don't focus on being a, in a relationship. Go through your whole phase. Not saying, okay, everybody be saying it's about a whole phase and no, this is not not fucking everybody that you see or meet or whatever. Like, get to know people. Go out and date. Date multiple people at a time. And if you do find somebody that you are sexually attracted to, shit, go ahead and fuck them. But I mean, like, don't, don't tie yourself down to just one person as of yet. Get to know who you are. Get to know what you like. Get to know the things that you like and the things that you don't like, both. Um, 
sexually and non-sexually like get to know yourself first before being like okay i'm ready to settle down now mm-hmm. because the thing is at the end of the day you have to be happy with what you do because if you're not happy nobody's happy right so like is there like a certain number of people i could talk to at the same time as many as you feel like you can juggle at once. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then be honest with them. Just let them know, like, hey, you know, I'm going out with somebody else tomorrow. Maybe we can right. reschedule for another day. You know, and then, and then that's another thing. Be honest. Mm-hmm. And don't try to hide this shit. Like, I let people know all the time. You're not the only person who I'm talking to. Oh, you was on the phone with that other nigga? I sure was. <laughs> And what about it? Right. Mm-hmm. You don't like it, you can go. Okay. So, you know, go out there, like, go out there and, you know, play the field. Mm-hmm. And just be open to it. And open to new experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you do some, so again, when you do meet that person, you could communicate all that stuff with them. Kendra, any advice? Uh-huh. Well, Kendra, how you knew you were ready for a relationship? Right. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so especially this relationship, because he moved you, honey. He moved you from another. He moved you to a whole another state. <laughs> well, I mean, with this particular relationship, I don't. Because in the beginning, when I was younger, obviously I was in a relationship for a long time. Um, that obviously didn't work out because I'm not in it anymore. And then I met um. I met the dude I'm talking to now. So we we were in a relationship. When we were in, like I said, when we were in community college. We started off as friends. Um, we used to like work out together, work together, whatever, go on little dates and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. But at the time, it kind of, kind of, the relationship kind of came off to me as a rebound because I wasn't ready for another relationship. So and he was just like way too nice for me. Like it was just coming from thug to like basically future to um rut, rut Bitch, listen exactly. <laughs> I felt the same as that way. I was just like, wait a second, this nigga too nice. So, like, right, and it was like, okay, too nice, home your break, back off, like, hold up, I can't, like, we can't right now. And so I broke up with him, like, I was child, I was real childish about it, I broke up with him with, with no notice, no reason, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really broke his heart, I'm not even gonna lie, I did. And, but, um, after, like, years, I basically, I dated, um, a few people, I, like, Talk to people when out on dates, just different things. So like nobody was just the person. Like, it's like everybody agitated me. Mm-hmm. And then it was like for whatever reason, like me and him started like we we always talked throughout the years we weren't together. Like, well, for the first couple of years he hated me, y'all. We ain't talk. But like after that <laughs> <laughs> after that, we did uh start like we started talking or whatever like that, just as friends and th- different things. And so um Basically, what happened was we started to get kind of serious in our talking and back, like, you know, 
like super close friends. And then we just, well, we didn't decide to be in a relationship at first. I want to say we were talking for maybe about a year. And then we decided, okay, that we wanted to be in a relationship again. The first year, I mean, then the second year we were just, we were not living together. We were doing long distance thing. I was living in New Orleans. He was living in Tennessee. Um, we decided to move to Texas together and then after Texas to Jacksonville. But I don't, I just feel like I was, I don't, cause I felt as though the second time around, oh Lord. My bad y'all. I feel as though the second time around, like the reason how I knew I was ready is because like I was like, I had enough time to like be me, you know, and just get to know myself and who I am as a person versus just getting into another relationship. Oh, because I'm out of a relationship, you know? So I think that's more of what it was for me. Mm -hmm. And like, also, honestly, I consider a lot of that, the fact that I did, like, like I said, break his heart. Like, you know, you literally break somebody's heart, like somebody that really, really loves you. And then they decide to come back. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't even like, I just called him, he called me. So I was like, to me, that was kind of shocking because at first, like I said, he hated me at first. Like this one would not talk to me at all. <laughs> not even answer the phone. And it was just like coming from that to, you know, to a place where we got to be best friends again and got to build, build another relationship. I feel like that's how I know that we were ready. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much my story. Now, let me ask you a quick question. Like when y'all first got together and you realized that he was too nice, did you break it off because you felt like you was going to ruin his life? Yes and no, because I felt I felt as though, like I don't, I ain't gonna say I was too hood, but I felt as though like I was just like I wasn't used to that, you know, like mm -hmm. you holding doors and pulling out chairs and all this and that, like you like you doing too much, like chill out, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you know what was crazy for me is in a relationship, like I was not used to all of that. But my, if you think about it, my dad does all of that for me. Mm -hmm. And it's like for you to even separate like what the what my dad does from a dude and say, okay, like what my dad is doing is not good enough. Like, for me, and you know, I'm into astrology and all that. Based mm -hmm. on my birth chart and all the information, they said that for me, you know, you really don't like commitment, but mm -hmm. you want to get that and it has to be with that special person. Right. So... Not saying I'm scared of commitment. It's just I don't want to put my all into one thing and then it ended up being some BS and then I got to do it all over again. I don't want to do all that. Yeah. And I'm not really but, sad. But, I, but my philosophy on that is I feel like, you know, if you meet somebody that you feel like is somebody that you're willing to give a chance mm -hmm. as far as like being in a serious relationship with, I said go ahead and go for it. Now, go, but but do what you can to make sure that do your part, you know, do your part that makes sure that the relationship is on good standings, because even if the relationship is to ever end, you can at least walk away from, you can at least walk away saying I did what I was supposed to do. Right. But you know, Tay, like you young again, you 21 girl, you don't got to worry about all that. Shit, Viola Davis, she said, um, ain't meet her, uh, said she ain't meet the love of her life because she was about like her 50s. How old is she? She's like 50 something. Well, she met her husband later on in life. Oh, 
well, that's cute for her. Anyway. <laughs> and she know. said, you know, she prayed for him. Mm. Yeah. If he comes, he comes. If not, oh well. Next lifetime. Right. That's just my philosophy on it. Whatever. I mean, he'll come. He's just going to come when you're ready. When both y'all ready. Right. Mm. And not when you feel like you're ready. Right. When you're actually ready. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, go out there, have niggas take you out to eat, take you to the park, <laughs> take you out on dates, you know, show yeah, you a Bill good time. Listen, no. I mean, you know, if you're feeling generous, I mean, you can. Right. So you're not to. You know, use mm-hmm. a, use one or two of them as your nut rag, and you know, just keep it pushing. Don't be like me. I had a few nut rags. Well, your wholeness was deleted in the words of Drea. So we ain't gonna talk about the past. Oh, bitch, because I was about to say, don't ask me my body count. I done lost count. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, is that like important to you? Like, no. If going into a, oh, okay. I don't care. <laughs> Because one, that's before me. The only thing that I care about is if you did something that I wanted to try and you don't mm-hmm. want to do it with me. Oh, okay. Ken? <laughs> I don't know, because I just feel like if it was before me, I don't, they don't, I don't know. I just feel like they don't have nothing to do with me. Like, I wouldn't even ask somebody that question. Yeah. I mean, certain things I would ask you or would want, to, would want you to be up front with but like that particular question is not a question that I would personally ask so like my boyfriend asked me before we got together he was like would being in a monogamous relationship be a problem for you seeing that because he asked me about you know um, well I I, 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 I probably most likely volunteered it because I probably asked him but he was like, would well, being in a monogamous relationship be a problem for you because you've had threesomes in the past? And then I was like, no. I feel like I had enough to get him out of my system. Mm-hmm. So those are an experience. And if you feel like ever doing it, I say go ahead and try it. I don't get to have that in my dreams. Anyway, I don't know. It's just like food. I don't share food. I don't share money. I'm not sharing the man. I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. I mean, that's just me. And I'm it ain't gotta be. Right it ain't now. gotta. It ain't gotta be it female, might male, female. Ten years from now, I don't know. I mean, it could be you and two dudes. You know. <laughs> mm. No. I just can't, you know, see that for me as of right now, no. Right. But yeah, no. So like again, I spent my young years doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like between the ages, I wanna say between eighteen <laughs> and like twenty five. I was doing all that while, so but like. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. 
So like the older I like the more I started getting closer to thirty, that's when I started like dating guys different than the norm mm-hmm. for me. That's when I started experimenting with um different guys on the LGBT scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as 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 I call it. To kind of figure out what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah. Well, what I was attracted to or what I wasn't attracted to, I should say. So, you know, when you get there, date you a couple white dudes, date you some black dudes, date you some Spanish or some Asian dudes. I was just about to ask that, like, would y'all ever date outside your race? Me, personally, I wouldn't care, you know? That's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I've never dated outside my race. Mm-hmm. Have I? I think I did on one date with a guy. Well... I really wouldn't consider that outside of my race because, like I said, my dad's Cuban, so I never dated a white boy. I'll say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never dated a white boy. Ken? No. <laughs> I, I don't know what this, I don't think it was on purpose, but I, don't, I just never did it outside of my race, I've talked to different people, like conversational wise, but I don't. Oh, I am dating outside of my race. T straight from the mother lane. There you go. No, Y'all both black. black. That don't count. He not. He not African. I mean, he not African American. Like he's the original African American. Y'all black. black. Y'all just from different nationalities, but he's still black. But okay, I get it. I mean, technically, we were talking about race, so I guess, but you're right. My experiences mm-hmm. as far as, you know, navigating love and stuff like that. But again, I never really dated outside of my race. Again, not on purpose, but I've always been attracted to dark skinned men. I feel like so my soulmate will be a dark skinned man. I can see it right now. Mm hmm. Mm. I don't know, not trying to be funny, but light skins just don't do it for me. Just... Light skins ain't never did it for me. My first boyfriend was light skinned, and I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> I don't see it. And like, I just felt like the whole time that him and I would be like dating and like going out on dates and stuff like that, he felt like it was a competition. Because <laughs> like, he, he legit told me one time, he was like, Sometimes I don't like going out with you. And I'm like, why? I'm like, you my boyfriend. Like, why you don't like going out with me? He was like, because you get more looks than I do. Oh. That's sad. I was like, oh, okay, sis. Like. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, child, he gonna call me that next week talking about how we need a breakup because he about to start dating his ex-boyfriend again. <laughs> I was like, okay. Bye. Bye, bitch. Like, <laughs> thank you, next. Yeah. Okay. Tell your ex boyfriend I said thank you. <laughs> and then his ex boyfriend had a nerve to call me a bitch. Why? Because I guess when we were, I guess when we were dating, they were still kind of like talking. Uh huh. 
And like he was telling me one time, he was like talking to his ex boyfriend. His ex boyfriend like, "Oh, you out with that? Oh, you went out with that green eyed bitch again?" <laughs> Not green eyed. Right, that green eyed bitch. Okay. Oh well, Chanel. Okay, how old is too old? Um, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm in my 30s, so before I got with my boyfriend, I was at that age where I could date 10 years younger or 10 years older. Mm-hmm. I may go a little bit over 10 years for older. Older. But I don't want to date nobody that's old enough to be my dad. Yeah. But, like, if he has money, then that's an exception for me. Like, oh. But, I mean, like, well, it depends. Like, because yeah. I still have to be somewhat attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean you know, if he still got it, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, but... Mm-mm. Yeah, so I mean, like, you know, there's really not no, no real, there's no real age bracket unless you, unless you're the type of person that focuses on age like that. Uh-huh. Like, for you, for instance, right. I don't see you dating nobody that's younger than you. No, like, 21 to about 25 for me right now. Mm-hmm. Because I think she's a 30, girl. Really? Mm-hmm. Because... I was actually thinking about this earlier. I'm like, hmm, 30, 25. I was kind of debating. Mm, I don't know. But you just can't be younger than me. I'm sorry. Because we have to go out and do stuff. Right. That's why I said push it to 30. Because with 30, they're young enough to still have fun, but old enough to kind of like school you a little bit. Well, what happened? Nothing. I'm laughing at y'all. So, uh, some older man with money. I don't. I don't know. You better not sign that prenup because if you do, okay. he ain't about to leave you nothing. Hmm. <laughs> okay, girl. Whatever he give you, make sure it's cash and put a little bit away for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Notice. Um. What about you, Kim? Would you ever get with a guy who's older or younger? Say what? Um, I've dated younger. I've dated younger before. I would say mm, it would probably be a no for me unless I can find someone. I mean, unless well, not find someone. I'm not looking for nobody, but unless unless I was able to find someone that um had common sense, I guess, and is younger, maybe. Because, I mean, men mature a lot slower. Some men mature a lot slower than females. So you have to consider that as well when dating younger. Dating older, I don't... I, dating older, older, I don't... I've always dated older. I don't know. Like, I just... Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it can be, like, a... A nasty wrinkle, old age, but <laughs> I, I don't know because it just—I guess about every meet, it just depends. Like I—I I don't want. I guess you can't be at an age for me. You can't be at an age where you have kids that's 
you know, almost my age or have like basically half or three fourths my age. And but then you know, you don't want to date nobody that's the same age as your daddy. Right. And then you just well, because that's not even true though, because I I've I have my ex boyfriend, his mom is young. She's only like in her thirties or late thirties, I wanna say. And we are the we literally the exact same age a month apart. So I mean, like even I feel like with that, like I just feel as though but how old was she when she had him? Young. Right. She was like what? Probably still a teenager. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people are like that these days. I'm just saying, like, I you can't have that. Like, you can't have kids my age, almost my age. You can't. So it's just but to me, I, I might like, as well but, but honestly, I feel like that don't count. Because, like, if I'm dating somebody, so, like, if I'm dating somebody my age, but they had kids when they was, like, but they had, like, maybe, like, their first child when they were, like, 13, 14, 15 years old, y'all grew up together. Like, y'all, you and your child grew up together. You really didn't raise your child. Your mother or father raised your child, and they also raised you at the same time because you're still a child. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Like I, don't, I don't want no kids my age. I don't want like I just I don't want you to. I don't know. You just can't be. I, I don't know. I, I really I don't know. I never really thought about it. Honestly, the only thing I really think about is when you're dating older men. Like I just feel like you shouldn't choose someone. That I basically live their life, and that's gonna prevent you from living yours. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I mean that that's the only advice I could kind of give on that because I never really sat down and thought about dating someone older or younger. I guess so I don't I don't really know because I don't intentionally go out looking for younger or older. So I don't know. But I think I think was I think that the thing that's kind of like getting you and like maybe some people when people be like you know would you date older that old part. Not necessarily meaning that they have to be 15, 20 years older than you. They could be a year older, two years older, three years older, five years older. You know what I'm saying? But you're normally older than you would be five years or more. That's how I see it. Because my boyfriend is seven years older than me. That ain't bad. But I have dated younger. The youngest I dated was 10 years younger than me. But we weren't like in a relationship per se. We were just dating. Yeah. And I did it because he was funny. He wanted to have sex all the time. So <laughs> I didn't mind. That was our episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe like share give us honest feedback you guys can hit us up on instagram twitter facebook and gmail at hey cousin podcast um case you want to say anything else um that's it guys thanks for listening okay see you next week cousin bye bye cousin bye